0: In <laughs> in the donkey lady are having a rough patch and...
1: <laughs> lonely and horny! <laughs> hey,
2: wait a You're dead. You'll be dead you oh.
3: Welcome to Boohaha. This is a podcast that is ostensibly about ghosts and more often than not about tangents and sometimes Ronald Reagan, because that's just how it shakes out. Every week I gather my nearest and dearest to the campfire that I build in my living room here, uh, much to the chagrin of my landlord. And this week I have the fantastic and hilarious James Bosquez.
0: Hey, nice to be here. Uh, Glad I could come and join you in this new foray you're going into.
3: Uh-huh. Switching media, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: uh, I'm excited. I'm a f- big fan of ghosts. You know, I uh, like the spooky, in the occult.
3: Big big fan of ghosts. In like uh, in theory or in or in practice. Like, are are you are you like hanging out in cemeteries? No, I was never a spooky kid. But I do like the idea. As a kid, I was always very uh,
0: enjoyed the horror genre. Sure. And ghosts are always one of my more favored types
3: of horror movies So it's one of the it's one when done well yeah the sure. ghosts are the best. like if if you get like the entity or something you're like eh, this yeah this is this is less fun <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah but it's uh i was always a big
0: demons fan like i like that that was always freaked me out because i was raised catholic yep sure so uh you know my mom would just be like hey better be good <laughs> and then uh oh interesting I, i'm interested in uh exploring this subject a little more seeing uh what you have for me from my hometown
3: nice yeah well hopefully uh hopefully we can spook you with something you you don't know about so let's uh let's let's jump into a a spooky tale all right (laughs) pardon me i will occasionally lapse into like a vincent von goole kind of (laughs) a (laughs) (laughs) so uh i've pulled a couple of things from your stomping ground which is
0: san antonio texas wonderful uh
3: Based on what I've seen, everything is bigger in Texas, including weird tall
2: tales. <laughs> it is may,
0: there is a very, uh, very rich history uh, of folklore, and uh, I think it may be it's an influence of, uh, of the uh, Mexican culture down there. Sure. They bring a lot to the table when it comes to boogeymen and things like that.
3: I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the whites don't necessarily have the best go. <laughs> <laughs> They're all Civil War ghosts, you know? You got to go to the East Coast if you want a good white ghost. Civil War ghost, if you're lucky. Uh, this is a topic that's come up repeatedly so far. Oregon ghosts. Ah. Oh, boy. It's really just like, there's a lighthouse. <laughs> it's scraping the barrel a little there bit. There was a noise there once. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
0: You'd think there'd be more with all the... Uh, I just read a, about the Donner Party. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was uh, horrible. It was, It's. I mean... Yeah, well, the last shit went down. Did you know the Donner Party was mostly children? Yep, yep. That's yep. people don't realize that. E- easier to eat, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I know there's a Happy Meal joke in there somewhere, but I, I, I haven't thought of it yet. Uh, the toy is really fucked up. Oh, <laughs> it's just a
2: skull. Oh. <laughs> uh,
3: um, coincidentally, the uh, one of the ghosts we did, l- or well, one of the ghost stories we did last week with Dave. Was the the ghost of the Donner Party? Oh, cool! And at the end of it, we we came out of it not being entirely certain as to whether or not the Donner Party actually ate anybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, they, I'm pretty sure that it happened. Uh, I read the, from the book. I read there was a there were several scattered parties, uh, just you know, chomping away.
3: I'm glad that we're getting fact
2: checked <laughs> <laughs>
3: because we went and, like looked at some articles. I'm like i 'm not seeing anything conclusive here it's saying maybe
0: well, uh, you know there was no uh there was no boomerang back then, so they couldn't really take pictures and uh you know
3: and uh, a lot of the evidence would presumably be uh not on hand well, <laughs> it would be hands, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> there i I think there is like the, I know there's some kind of memorial to it, and I know they do have some artifacts from the party um <laughs> but uh it's just a series of
3: shish kebab skulls. <laughs>
0: And the, the, the strange thing is, is that it was mostly children, and mostly the only ones that survived were children. All the, all the men died because I guess they were, ex, you know, expelling a lot of energy to try to keep people alive. Sure. And, uh, yeah, it's not, not a good time to be a, a white dude. <laughs>
3: nope. No. I mean, between that and then I'm, I'm assuming a lot of, like, 1800s husbands probably not the best dudes no yeah. Yeah, you get some convenient moments <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh he died no it was tragic i guess yep, yep. anyway back to civilization you know, uh, a
0: 20 year old man uh, eats a lot of uh leather which is what they were eating <laughs> so you know knock that guy out and uh there's plenty of leather to go around
3: it's perfect we can all eat the rugs now <laughs> yes mm.
0: they ate their shoes they actually did <laughs> it's
3: uh it's good protein sure back then it was all leather i mean there's no yeah, you're not yeah. eating like vibram or something they would
0: boil the leather down into like a a glue and then they would eat that it was
3: that uh, yeah the the idea of eating leather is bad enough the idea yeah. of eating like soft leather gel <laughs> is <laughs> infinitely worse yeah i
0: feel the word gruel is like <laughs> that's like too complimentary for what that is you know
3: it's uh gruel we should be so lucky <laughs> Tangent number one down. That's tangent. We're going to have a couple. Uh, tangent number one down, sidebar number one. I'm going to grab her a thing to chew on that is not actually like a, a, a femur.
0: She, your, your, your lovely dog, Fawn, is chewing on a very, very realistic. Uh, I believe that's just a hand bone. Sure. <laughs> Let's go uh, with that. A hand bone, all right.
3: <laughs> yeah, you can't prove anything. And she
0: pulled it up as soon as we started talking about <laughs> cannibalism.
2: So. I've,
3: I've trained her so well.
0: Yeah, she's she's a good girl.
3: I'm, I'm gonna get her uh, desiccated bull penis to chew on. All right. All righty, Tidy. So, pulled a couple, a uh, couple of ghosty tales, some folk tales, some generalized uh, spook stories. I'm gonna give you a couple, okay. and uh, just tell me if anything strikes your fancy. All right. I'm, I'm excited to see which ones uh, stroke your fancy. Oh boy. Because oh I know a lot. <laughs> There's a fuck ton of them. Uh, the first one, Greer Island's Goat Man. Ooh, never heard that one. All right, so we got we got the Ghost Man. Um, next one, and again, some of these, San Antonio, some of them a little bit further afield. Sure. Uh, spooky Stories of the Haunted Alamo. Oh, yeah, that's a classic there go-to. Go, yeah. The Ghosts of Midget Mansion.
0: Oh, just <laughs> that title alone. <laughs> you know, I don't know a whole lot about it, but I, uh, uh oof. <laughs> I just want to say, be able to say that word. No, I don't.
3: <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is the one opportunity. This is the one
0: time. you. Get, I mean, that's what it's called. It's what's been called my entire life. Yeah.
3: Talking about Midget Mansion and then describing the uh, the mid-60s British sports car, the midget, <laughs> are probably the only opportunities we we'll I think happen. that's
0: the only time you get to say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: The next one is The Dancing Devil of El Camaroncito. All right. Uh, that sounds interesting. The donkey lady of donkey lady bridge. Oh,
0: that is a classic. <laughs> oh man. Spent so many summers with my cousins, just terrifying ourselves with that. Uh, Cause I grew up out in the country and yeah, the donkey lady, she was all around. Uh, Corey in, in, in our eight year old brains. Yeah, of course she was there.
3: I like the idea that uh, most people it's like, you know, dracula or freddy krueger and you're like that fucking donkey lady's coming <laughs> to get me <laughs>
0: the donkey lady man um is that is that the the four uh there
3: is i believe one more bailey's light Ooh. which is i skimmed it just because i want to also be kind of enthralled by it but it's an it's an old railroad ghost <coughs> nice Ooh, spooky <laughs> So just a, a hobo. Just Basically. A hobo ghost? Yeah. All right. Hobo with ghosts are cool. Hobo ghost with a light. Oh. So. All right. I'll you know, factor
0: that into <laughs> your decision. I <laughs> don't know if I want to see a hobo. Um, Nobody does. Uh, let's see. <laughs> a boxcar.
3: Oh, never mind. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, tragic, the tragic sequel to the boxcar children. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Let's do the donkey lady because I feel like she's the one I'm most familiar with. But uh, right. I'd like to expound upon it a little.
3: Perfect. All right, uh, donkey lady of donkey lady bridge. All right. So this is from Texas Hill Country dot com, a surprisingly good resource for spooky tales. And I'm I'm assuming like barbecue. Oh yeah yeah probably
0: hill country. It's like we have like a kind of mountain area in Texas. <laughs> and like it's, but it's like, it's nothing. It's just, it's literally just a couple rolling hills and they're like, most gorgeous part of South Texas. And like, uh, have you ever been p- past the Rockies? There's a lot of shit out there. No, no, no. We yeah. got
3: the hill country. Yeah, <laughs> hill
0: country. Oh, yeah. You ever seen them? Yep. They're out there. They're hills. Oh,
3: boy. Yep. Boy, are they. <laughs> it's yeah. a very boring part of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> the Donkey Lady Bridge, San Antonio's terrifying folktale. Texas has plenty of ghost stories to keep us up at night, but one of the oldest and most popular is that of Donkey Lady Bridge. The bridge itself is just a short drive from San Antonio, easy to reach and to find, and may host one of the most terrifying apparitions that Texas has to offer. And, and that's saying a lot, just <laughs> based on politicians that have come out of <laughs> Texas. I mean, oh boy. The true origins of the Donkey Lady are unknown. The tale has been around long enough that there are multiple versions of it. Supposedly, it all started when a farming family living outside of San Antonio met a horrific end. The farmer set fire to... I don't know why I'm laughing. (laughs) (laughs) The farmer set fire to his home, murdered his children, and left his wife horribly disfigured. Her fingers were melted down to stumps. I'm not sure that's how fire works. I don't think think bone melts. uh, logistically. Yeah, I don't think that's...
0: I mean, well, you know, it's flavor for the story. Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Listeners, write in. Tell us what Bone does. (laughs) Her fingers were melted down to stumps, creating hoof-like appendages, and the skin on her face was charred and gave her face an elongated, donkey-like appearance. Also, I don't think
0: that's how skin works. (laughs) No, no, no. I feel like...
3: uh, (laughs) Could it have been that the farmer was married to a candle? He could have been married to a donkey. (laughs) Look, I just tend the farm with my elaborate donkey candle wife.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I had to make up this uh, story of setting fire just so people would
3: allow me to love the way I want. The lengths a man has to go to to fuck a candle (laughs) in this fucking state. Grieving the loss of her children and the betrayal of her husband, she haunts Elm Creek and torments those who try to cross. Of course, there are other variations. While Weird Texas favors the story's time of origin as being sometime in the 1950s, others seem to think that it's been around since the 1800s. According to one variation of the story, it wasn't the farmer who caused the fire, but a stranger who came across the family in his travels. It's it's a weird bit of hospitality there. Yeah. In this version, the family keeps a donkey, and the stranger begins to beat it mercilessly until they chase him away. Later that night... He returns and sets their home on fire, killing the farmer and the children. The mother forces her way out of the house, screaming in agony, her body already disfigured to resemble a donkey, as fire does. Okay. We've covered that part. She chases the cruel arsonist away and falls into the river, but her body is never found.
0: And where's the donkey in this whole, this whole thing?
3: I feel like in the second version, the donkey is more metaphorical. Oh, <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> They're trying to get a little art house with us yeah, this. Yeah, uh, they really... <laughs> Or no, wait. The donkey was, uh, the itinerant hobo traveler was beating a donkey. Oh. That was it. Okay. And then I guess the wife was ironically cursed to look like a donkey? Sure. Let's go with that. The donkey lady is a popular tale in the San Antonio area. People of all ages head out to the bridge. (laughs) I like the idea that the donkey bridge is kind of like a... Like a fun tourist destination. Oh, like yeah, yeah.
0: It's a makeup point.
3: Going out there. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <it was laughs> are they making out with the donkey lady?
0: I, lo- I think they're hoping that she'll bless them with their presence, you know? <laughs> it's a it's an old San Antonio tradition. You'll have a long, fruitful relationship of six weeks if she <laughs> comes along, and you'll somehow squeeze out three children in that time. So, Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, know if you know this about South Texas. a uh, bit of a teen pregnancy problem.
3: <laughs> I suppose if. If you're living in an area of Texas where the most engaging thing to do is go look at a bridge. A donkey bridge, a yeah. A donkey yeah. bridge. Yeah, yeah. But nonetheless, a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> it's also probably just a really convenient, like, oh, yeah, we're we're going to go out to Donkey Lady Bridge to, you know, look for the ghost or whatever. Bring the condoms. Exactly. Just want to <laughs> sneak them out. out there, get fucked up. Some people experience nothing but jitters and the feeling of being watched, but others claim to have seen something out there. Some folks claim to have witnessed a creature with a donkey's face screaming at them from the window, and later found hoof-like indentations on their car. <laughs>
0: hey, that's the cat. The cat walked <laughs> on the car before they <laughs> left.
3: <laughs> I, I like that th- the fire seems to have not only transformed her into a donkey, but uh, driven her mad to the extent that she's just, like, river dancing on the hood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: you just express yourself.
3: So, oh, so wait, then is it more like a uh, footloose? Footloose, yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> Just just angry dancing <laughs> in front of the car. Beyond that, many people hear rushing hoof claps when they visit. They say that the best way to get her attention is by honking your horn. That just seems convenient. Yeah, know? I mean, it'd be weird if it was like, yeah, you gotta go out and like make a fire and then roast some donkey meat. <laughs> just
0: that sounds more fun,
3: though. <laughs> That's a lovely barbecue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think people eat donkey, right? That's not a thing. In a world where people eat squirrel, you gotta imagine. Uh, right? I
0: guess so. Yeah. Just, like, Just seems like it would be. Uh, I don't know. It would be very gamey. I would imagine.
3: I'm not saying I want it. Okay. I'm not like. I'm not. Just joking. ritualistically,
0: it would. Uh, it would fit
3: the mold. Okay. <laughs> Talking about this donkey lady's really making me hungry for hoof meat. <laughs> <laughs> Whether or not the donkey lady is real, she is a lingering presence in the folklore of Central Texas. There's even a beer named after her. Oh yeah. Yeah. Donkey Lady Ale. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of on the nose with that one. You don't want people to miss it. Oh, sure. You you really got to lay it out there for them. Sell your product. Uh, And now we get to a point in the story where the author steps in and first persons us. I visited the bridge once. It isn't possible to drive on anymore, as there's a gate across it to discourage visitors. But seeing it from the roadside was enough. I didn't stay long. It felt like I was being watched.
0: I mean... Your kind of your job is to investigate a little further, but uh, you're just like passing by, like just like nice little wave at the bridge. And you're like, all right, I've figured out everything I need for this. I'm going to write an article about it now.
3: There it is. Yep. All right. Get a snapshot. Back to the paper.
0: <laughs> I feel like you need to go there for like at least like an hour. Just hang out on the bridge. See yeah. what happens. You know, maybe maybe do an overnighter if you can. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Step one. Maybe you get out of your car. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you walk over to the gate. Yeah. You can't get on the bridge. Go touch it. See the donkey. Roast some donkey meat. Do something. Yeah. Don't treat it like a,
0: what do you drive by? Like a. Trees of mystery or (laughs) something. Just like.
3: oh, They didn't even do that. They didn't drive through the bridge. (laughs) (laughs) Be like going to trees of mystery and just looking at the tree tunnel from afar. Being like, oh, well that's the thing. You
0: could probably drive through that tree. (laughs) It's a bridge. You can walk on the bridge, you know. I think that's what they're for. (laughs)
3: <laughs> that's hot take hot mm-hmm. take on bridge yeah, yeah. use <laughs> 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 all right well that was uh that was a bit of a, a bit of a shorter one uh than than i had thought but uh terrifying
0: yeah the they they that was a totally it was donkey lady was something that your grandparents would tell us about and it's basically just there to make kids stay in line sure yeah it's
3: a, so she's a boogeyman yeah donkey lady'll come get you if you oh can. yeah Beating oh, yeah. that donkey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to watch my telenovelas right now. because you kids don't <laughs> shut up, Donkey Lady is going to visit you tonight. Now go watch this copy of Night of the Living Dead, because my grandmother was a strange woman who <laughs> let us watch horror movies all the time.
3: <laughs> that is how I saw the Rocky Horror Picture Show when I was like eight years old. Um, <laughs> nice. Thanks, inattentive grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They didn't care. They yeah, But right. uh, no, it was uh,
0: – yeah, it's definitely something that – I feel like the younger kids – were, were, like, I, because I was one of the older kids in my family, like, uh, it never really bothered me, but, like, the younger girls, they, uh, for some reason, I think maybe they associated because it was a woman ghost. There was, It got to them a little more. Sure. And, uh, but, yeah, they were, they would, we would, we would play in the backyard, and then as soon as it, like, got, like, just a little bit dark, they would be like, all right, donkey ladies out, we gotta go. <laughs> so... <laughs> as far as we know, she was like hanging out behind our house at all times. Yeah. Like, she's just there in the woods.
3: It's like a, uh, some sort of inverse Santa Claus. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's always just, watching, always
0: watching. Um, <laughs> I remember we used to live in, we lived in a part of a, uh, in the, in the country and like we had a pretty dense forest behind us and there'd be vines. You could see vines hanging in the forest and we'd always say that, Oh, that's her tail. She's up there because <laughs> her, you know, it'd be swinging and
3: stuff. It would scare the <laughs> shit out of us, dude. Uh, Movement in a forest, in ge- like even now as an adult, if I uh, see something like moving in the trees, yeah, like yeah, yeah, you because uh, you don't know what it is. I yeah, just, uh, uh, but um, yeah. So uh... super terrifying. Did you uh, have you ever been? I actually never did go to Donkey Bridge. Okay, you, the 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 tales of her being in the trees, yeah, yeah, yeah. were enough for yeah, you. Yeah, we're <laughs> and that was when I lived in Houston. Like
0: Donkey Lady is like all like it's a it's a all over Texas, like thing. franchises. Yeah, <laughs> she <laughs> said no. <laughs> uh, she is.
3: Just good for the donkey lady. Yeah, Just yeah.
0: She has a nice reach. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, well, not literally. Well, no, no. Her She's her she, has a nice nubs. <laughs> she has a nice nub. She has a nice nub. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, that is uh, that is the donkey lady. I, I might I might deign to give you a second okay. ghost. Um. You know, I feel like I feel like I feel like we have to do it. Well, you, we're gonna we're gonna go down the midget hole.
0: Midget Mansion, let's do it.
3: <laughs> Perfect. I feel like probably a good way to set this up is like I, I just I lob a softball over the plate. Sure. Kind of easy into it. And then full midget. Um, <laughs> oh, boy.
0: I'm pretty sure this guy was just short, too. I don't think <laughs> if I remember properly, I don't think it involved actual small little people. I think it was just a, a guy who was like, yeah, <laughs> like five one or something. He was just an exceptionally short man with a bad oh temper.
1: The horror!
3: for <laughs> yeah. a state whose who's unofficial motto is "everything's bigger in Texas," it would make sense that they're like, oh, yeah, "Jesus Christ!" Yeah,
0: he would be shamed, fucking monster, shamed into murder.
3: <laughs> I believe he kills his family or something. I, I don't remember all the details. Oh boy, oh you, oh you will, the ghostly legend of Midget Mansion. Oh man, this is from GhostCityTours.com. The ghostly legend of Midget Mansion. There comes a time when an urban legend becomes interpreted as cold, hard truth. We all know those stories. The legends were a generation or two back, they like to tell them around a campfire, s'mores in hand, roasting over the open flames. No one took these stories, ghostly or otherwise, all that seriously. However, time passes, and as it does, so too do to those elaborately spun tales. Except, as those tales are told again and again, they adopt their own flavor, their own particular nuance. And suddenly there remains the question, is the story true or not?
0: I would assume you can't call this a tall tale, can you?
3: <laughs> <laughs> the most common story surrounding San Antonio's midget mansion involves the family who moved in after the Navy captain and his wife. That's a little bit of a jump. Really. <laughs> really, uh, let's take a step back. Apparently there was a Navy captain okay. and his wife. Right. Uh, they, they booked it <laughs> to make room for the, well, for the shorts. Um, as the story goes, the new owner of Midget Mansion was... <laughs> what a title. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like an officer and a gentleman. Like, oh, the new owner of Midget Mansion.
2: <laughs>
3: he was quite a well-off gentleman. He was a shrewd businessman who had made a good deal of money, good enough anyway, to purchase one of the most expensive houses in the area. They were like any other family, except for their height. You may have guessed by now that the new family were on the shorter side of the spectrum. What gave that away? <laughs> it's hard to say. I think I think it's because the type is small in this article. Oh, okay. <laughs> While the mother and father were classified as midgets. <laughs> <laughs> I, paren- don't think, I don't think that was ever an official classification. <laughs> but <laughs> look, Parentheses. More politely referred to as little people nowadays. There we go. All right. So they're hedging their bets there. Sure. They don't want people writing in. Neither do we boo ha listeners. It is said that their two children were of average height, which must have made that whole like pubescent rebellion thing real rough. Oh, just yeah. Just it's always bad we can just keep Dad away with... Hand with on Dad's forehead. Yeah, just a... <laughs> I'll put you on top of the fridge again. <laughs> um, in the early months of living at the mansion, the father installed a pool and even servants' quarters so that the house's help had somewhere to stay. For a time, the family lived at the mansion free of worry until one disastrous night when the father stormed into the house during a rage. Some argue that his business endeavors were tanking, plummeting along with the equally plummeting economy. Entering the house, the father searched for his wife and two children, and upon finding them, shot them each with a single bullet. He dragged their lifeless bodies up the stairs one by one, until he had them all lined up in front of a closet door on the second floor. Do you think this was a dispute over cookies? I would imagine. It it'd be there would be it'd be a point of tension in the home. I just feel
0: like, you know, maybe maybe Junior and, and, and the daughter just they didn't want to continue the family business
3: of of baked goods. <laughs> and I should have mentioned the midget mansion is a giant fiberglass tree.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that sounds like a cool place to live. Which one of you little bastards leaked the recipe for my rainbow cookies? <laughs> How fucked up would it be if that turns out that's where, like, the Keebler elf brand comes from? It comes from a horrible murder in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) So he, he shoved each member of the family into the closet, difficult feat given their stature, and retreated to the master bedroom where he then shot himself. In another version of the story, the father was just as enraged, but instead of shooting his family, he took a much more personal method of assault. Snagging a knife from the kitchen, he approached his wife and two children, only to grab at their necks and slit their throats. I mean, did he,
0: you got to use a booster for that, <laughs> don't you? <she>? Like,
3: <laughs> that seems like a, dad, what are you doing? Why just, are you getting on that? Could you come over here by the stepladder? <laughs> <laughs> Help me up out of the counter. <laughs> so we're going to get into some more logistical issues in a second here, because after he slit their throats, he took hold of their limbs and brought them each up to the second floor. Uh, He's a powerful man. <laughs> I mean, I would assume powerful enough to, be able to afford a dumbwaiter. <laughs> oh, how fun would that be?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. If you're a little guy, and you got a dumbwaiter? Uh, do you ever leave the house?
3: <laughs> I'm going upstairs again. <laughs> <laughs> then, after that, like in the first tale, he committed suicide. At some point, neighbors began to whisper that they hadn't seen any of the family members out and about as they normally had. Well, you have to look down. I'm <laughs> picturing just like... A fedora atop a field of wheat <laughs> just <laughs> moving through. <laughs>
0: little, just, just real casual whistling.
3: A cane swinging <laughs> up occasionally.
0: <laughs> oh.
3: I have to see the wizard. <laughs> <laughs> when authorities arrived at the mansion, it was only to find that nothing seemed out of the ordinary on the first level of the house, except for the open dumbwaiter door. <laughs> Following in a line, weapons drawn in preparation for the worst, they climbed the stairs to the second floor where they found the father in a puddle of his own blood in the master bedroom and in the elusive closet.
0: That's not the right use of that word.
3: (laughs) You could use that if you're describing the one from like Narnia. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. It's really elusive. That's an elusive closet. Who knows? But no, this is just a stationary closet. There they discovered the murdered victims. That wasn't all. On the walls, they found notes scrawled in blood on the walls of the closet as well as harsh scratches dug into the doors, as though they had tried valiantly to escape their prison. But they never did. Uh, They couldn't get out of the closet? You know, I feel like it made pretty clear that that corpses went into the closet. Mm -hmm. So...
0: Oh, is that this a supernatural part of it? Okay. I like that angle. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's um,
3: cool. I I like the idea of ghost scratches. Just in general, yeah. I suppose it could also be like that. Could have been a closet where like they they kept like the dog occasionally. Ah, just I see. Based on like the height of the scratches. Ah, it could get yep. down low. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> this <clears throat> you just gonna ride that horse into <laughs> <laughs> into the ground. A miniature horse. just ride that pony out how how great would it be if it was him in the field with his little hat singing a song on the little pony still not tall enough to breach the hay i mean murder
0: or not that's someone i want to i want to hang out with
3: (laughs) you seen that nice small guy with knives and a horse (laughs) oh boy he has fun (coughs) after the murders at midget mansion come the ghost stories following that tragic night of brutal death which is a. Fucking really cool Doctor Who episode. <laughs> the tragic night of brutal death. Differing legends blend seamlessly together. There are a few years in which new owners lived at the property, but each and every one ended up selling shortly after. No one, it seems, wished to be roommates with the ghosts of the murdered victim.
0: Also, a mansion for midgets. Is this like a... It's a shoebox. It's, <laughs> a, it's just a tool shed in
3: the backyard. <laughs> Five stories, come on! <laughs> this is when it comes out, I, like, don't understand human scale. <laughs> like, like, yes, little people are, like, two feet tall, right? They're like, <laughs> yeah, sure. I saw time bandits. <laughs> <laughs> Various subsequent owners claimed to hear the sounds of moaning and crying emanating from the second floor closet. And although the entire property was said to be quite haunted, the paranormal activity was reported more vibrantly in that second floor. There constant sounds of scratching as though someone or something was determined to escape the confines Ooh, of the closet. Spooky.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: Just, again, whatever there's ghostly scratching, I'm like, yeah, it's rats. Sure, you assume. Yeah, it's gotta be. Mm. <clears throat> um, at some point, the mansion fell vacant, and it became the perfect place for rebellious teenagers to camp out. They, too, heard the scratching along the walls, as well as screaming, echoing from the mansion.
0: That's just the homeless guy who was That's hanging out <laughs> in the basement. Uh, you
3: know, the a rough life. <laughs> I like to think that it's like it's just neighbors hearing like rampant sex. They're like,
1: oh, God, the ghost. <laughs> oh, not again. <laughs> Banging on the walls. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Police were routinely called out. More often than not because of paranormal sightings from the neighbors themselves. On more than one occasion, authorities found themselves tromping down the stairs into the basements as locals swore they had heard the sounds of screaming. Again. Again, homeless man. uh, I I feel like more often than not, if you've got a ghost story, you've probably also got a story about a man who found a home. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so <Ben and> you. <laughs> That's a really heartwarming way to look at it. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. There were other reports, some more sinister than others. Abandoned as it was, rumors abounded of Satanists using Midget Mansion for rituals and animal sacrifices. In one particular story that has never been proven
2: yeah. obvious eh. yeah. it's fair.
3: The police were called to the mansion because of noxious fumes seeping from the house. Putrid, the neighbours said as they covered their noses with their hands. When the cops ventured inside it was only to find the dismembered bodies of teenagers. Later it was proven that a band of rebellious teenagers had committed the murders. Only at the time of the crime they had actually been possessed. All right. That's Ooh. another layer. Probably also a just nice change of pace for a smaller ghost. Yep.
0: What it was the these teenagers were the ones so they had a party. And they were drinking. Sure, everybody was drinking. And these are the two that snuck off to have sex, which you know, in a horror movie, can never do.
2: Mm-mm,
3: mm-mm.
0: So, they were kind of asking for it, I think.
3: As as tempting as it is to to make Whoopi mm-hmm. in the Ghost House in Midget Mansion,
2: sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> making just, just setting the scene, okay. He's got to remember <laughs> where we're at.
3: Making Whoopi in Midget Mansion is a is a ride at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's teacup adjacent. Yeah. But yeah, so that's uh that's uh that's, that's that's spooky. Until the day that Midget Mansion was officially torn down and converted into apartments.
0: Yeah, it's gone now.
3: Yeah, apparently that's I are Do you think the apartments are haunted? Uh, uh maybe
0: haunted by the ghost of a 26-year-old migrant worker who <laughs> fell off the roof maybe? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, d- can you be haunted if you're like a, if your building is made in like the 80s? I
3: don't think you can be haunted, right? I mean, poltergeist would beg to differ. Ah, um, okay, but that's a, that's a pre-existing. Sure, that's energy yeah. that exists yeah. there. All right, yeah. It's like when you build your house on like a fault line. It's like you know, it's, yeah. a, it's a it's a pre-existing condition. Sure, for a house.
2: <laughs> <coughs> um,
3: all right. Well, so that is uh that is the uh. The legend of Midget Mansion. There is an addendum to this article okay. uh, about the the lack of truth in this, but I feel like that's not what we're that's not what we're doing. Well, here. well, let's hear the skeptic side. Oh. What, what do they say? <coughs> All right, here we here we go. Uh, is the ghostly legend of the Midget Mansion real? Not to disappoint anyone, but probably not. <laughs> is <that> <laughs> it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, once again, crack research. <laughs> <laughs> really, they're doing.
3: Uh, they do say. While locals claim that Midget Mansion's unfortunate past is based in truth, there is no evidence in newspapers or archives that any such gruesome murder ever happened there. More to the point, nobody knows when or where the rumors started, but it does bear some likeness to the alleged Amityville murders in Long Island, New York. So this was whole thing is just an excuse for people to say the word midget. Uh, yeah, if Yeah. Hmm. From a focus group standpoint, if you were to present to me the concept of the Amityville Horror, I would have one note. Too many big people. (laughs) (laughs) um,
0: I I feel like someone just liked the alliteration of Midget Mansion and they're like, well, we got to work it in somewhere.
3: It's pretty good. It really feels like the kind of thing you just come up with in the shower. You're like, Midget Mansion. It's got some some zing to it. I'm no songwriter, (laughs) but I could spin a yarn. Yeah, I like I like the idea that somebody looked at Amityville Horror and was like, you know, let's add just like a dash of phantasm. To it. <laughs> just, just a little bit. It's even got the closet. Uh-huh. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah. nice. <laughs> that is the the terror that is Midget Mansion, and they end with telling us that you can go see the, the probably unimpressive, bleak apartment block. Sure. That is that there is. an address here? What's the address? <coughs> it is uh preston peak 4114 medical drive <laughs> medical <laughs> oh, <God.
0: laughs> i know exactly where it that is that's where all the hospitals are that's uh
3: sure makes sense uh, yeah and that
0: who <laughs> that area of the city is, is
3: it's not the best <laughs> i mean you're saying that but it is a stone's throw from what a burger oh yeah so eh, it can't be that bad right
0: well, there's also a
3: water burger literally every mile and a half in that city. There's five within the Google Maps <laughs> <apps> range <laughs> yeah, here. Um, everywhere. Also, though, Dragon's Lair, comics, and fantasy. Oh, yeah.
0: You know, my brother lives in the apartments, or he did. He lived in the apartments right there. He could have, he may, may have been on the
3: grounds. Oh, I wonder. I think he was just, he was just off medical. He was, he was closer there, though. All right, well, I mean. Shit hole. <laughs> gotta, gotta fig- figure out if there have any, if there have been any uh, additional. Tiny ghosts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I don't
0: think there were any hauntings in his apartment. Just uh, just very poor, poor d- apartment management. So maybe that's kind
3: of th- that's a haunting of the kind. The ghost of American infrastructure. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Truly the scariest ghost <laughs> of all. You you can show me show me like goat handed donkey women until the cows come home, but show me a crumbling dam. <laughs> Ugh. <So gross>. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Well, that is uh, that is that is that um, I, fairly spooky. Yeah. Um, I, I think
0: uh, San Antonio does. I mean, there's obviously the Alamo stuff. It's, it's just it's an old city, you know, it has a lot of there are battles there. And I don't know, there's just a, there's a lot of hotels there that are haunted.
3: There, there was an entire category uh, called uh, haunted hotels, which, sure. boy, that's got to be a boon for them just uh, i mean
0: i imagine new orleans is the most haunted place in america but uh
3: oh haunted in so many ways uh, it's, it's, <laughs> just, it's just <laughs> the <laughs> smell
0: is his own entity
3: <laughs> there's a rich funk <laughs> it's haunted by ghosts and then like you know swamp voodoo and then also just the ghosts of a billion bad
2: choices <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: uh, uh, but yeah san antonio uh the one that I always remember as a kid was uh, uh, the ghost tracks.
3: I don't know if you. So I was looking for uh, for something with the ghost tracks. And the only things I could find were articles about how, well, you can kiss the ghost tracks goodbye. Oh, they're, are they gone? Apparently there was some renovation. Like ah. I like it was such a wall of Google results that I couldn't actually break through. Wow, to that's find a anything. bummer. Uh, but uh,
0: We used to go there all the time. We, uh, anytime we had friends in from out of town the ghost tracks what they were the 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 myth or i don't know if it, it may have been true is that a go a, uh, a school bus stalled on the railroad tracks got hit by a train all the children died and if you go to that area of town um, all the streets are named after the kids that died so oh gosh yeah it, it's pretty it's pretty fucked up um but on Shane Street that's where the tracks ran and uh
3: wait were these first names first names yeah yeah so you get like Tiffany Drive yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: veronica lane yeah 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 Yeah. uh but shane street is where it was and so what you would do is you would drive up to the tracks and they were like on a hill kind of like um so like you know when you cross railroad tracks they you kind of go up and then down over yeah so what you would do is you would park on the uh decline or on the incline uh so you're facing up pointing upwards your vehicle the nose of your vehicle is pointing upwards and then if you put your car in neutral Apparently, the, ghost, the ghosts of the children would push you up and over the tracks. Oh. Yeah. To try to, to protect you. To get you out of the way, yeah. Oh, nice. And it actually, it works. It happened. We went there all the time, and it always worked. And, yeah. That's fucked up. It's weird. That's terrifying. <laughs> it is <laughs> weird. And I think that they, they did, like, some survey, like, like you know, when you, like, survey land, yeah. land uh, some land survey. And I think the whole, that whole area of the city is just, like, on a decline and that's why it happens <laughs> so but it's still uh it's still a fun cool thing sure yes
1: yeah.
3: it's, it's uh it's eerie um not necessarily in keeping with what i expect from ghost children because if if pop culture has taught us anything it's that the only thing ghost children want is for you to come play with them oh, and yeah. ever and ever and ever
0: oh yeah they, they want more friends also san antonians aren't the most uh likable people so maybe they're <laughs> like well not
3: you we're all filled up here i like the idea that they the ghost children are trying to push you onto the tracks, <laughs> but the incline in the town keeps protecting people. Yeah. <laughs> the ghost kids are like, "We're just not strong enough."
0: <laughs> and there's also uh, th- something you could do. You could uh, put baby powder on your on your bumper, and then when you looked afterwards, you would see little imprints of uh, oh, fingers. Yeah,
3: that's genuinely eerie. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's pretty cool. Fuck. And, and it it would always work. You know, they would always be there. But I, I'm assuming that maybe. It's like, because like whenever you shut your trunk, you you leave your fingerprints behind.
3: Oh, sure. A little uh, bit of oil. I'm
0: thinking maybe the oil kind of tracks and then, you know, maybe just a little jostling kind of makes the imprints. Yeah. But. There were little ones too, though. So, oh,
3: yeah. And I guess if your car if your car is moving, you get a little bit of a breeze and a vibration. That's my own theory, though. But it's fair. I yeah. mean, it makes as much sense as uh, tiny ghost fingers. <laughs> sure, <laughs> just maybe as much sense. Ghost fingers is a bit of a theme for this episode, <laughs> and tiny ones at that. Yeah, yeah. Tiny, tiny <laughs>
0: fingers, <laughs> or lack of fingers in the donkey lady's case. Uh, <laughs>
3: What is a hoof but two weird fingers? (laughs) Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, that is uh, that is the. I'm I'm glad we got to the bottom of the haunted tracks because that sounded genuinely very engaging, and I just couldn't find anything about it. Yeah,
0: Um, they're they're cool, and uh, yeah, it sucks if they're gone because that was a nice. And people come from out of town. We go there and it'd be fun.
1: Nice. Are you a hideous (laughs) goat monster, ghost child, chicken footed dance demon, or? Just a housewife transformed by fire into a grim donkey monster. Maybe you're just a skunky plague monster looking to shed a few pounds. After all, everyone needs to stay in the ape. But, quote unquote, traditional jibs are likely to turn you away based on your nightmarish visage, ectoplasmic residue, or your prominent goat penis. Here at Goatman's CrossFit Gym, out in the woods by the Fort Worth dumping site, we won't turn you away. Even if all your burning skin is melting like a donkey candle. We've got rope, ladder, the lake, and tire to throw. Our competent staff of personal trainers are here to help you achieve your fitness goals. Here at Goatman's CrossFit Gym, out in the woods by the Fort Worth dumping site, we like to say, tin can you can
3: but now I would say it's it's uh it's probably it's probably my turn and uh i'm I'm debating the the goat man feels
0: he's a he's <laughs> is that the donkey lady's husband <laughs>
3: uh it's the worst superhero duo in the world <laughs> Just... donkey lady and goat man um (laughs) um, yeah let's see do i want to do there's there's one that i just want to (laughs) i just want to show you really quickly and i'll like i'll throw a um picture of this up on the website i I hope that i have it here i couldn't find a lot of information about it but apparently texas monthly 1978 did a special on like texas ghost stories and one of them, which is just a quick little blurb, was about the devil with chickens feet, and I just want to show you this picture. That who is this man? This is the devil with chickens feet. Oh, <laughs> it it is an
0: illustration. He looks like um, I don't know if you're an X Men fan. He looks like Dazzler from X Men, <laughs> but with chickens feet. A
3: little. Which? Why uh, is he wearing a mask? You know, you gotta protect your identity from humans, I guess. <laughs> It's just a guy <laughs> in disco <laughs> disco gear. It's very Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, the, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs>
3: um, but uh, and the fr- uh, I've, this feels like in keeping with Texas in the seventies. The the blurb is stay away from Latin nightclubs in South Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that guy's clearly white. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this is. Uh, I again, I I would assume like in keeping with Texas in the seventies. Like, I don't know how do we how do we. How do we draw this guy?
0: We, we can't put a brown person in our <laughs> magazine.
3: I got a picture of John Travolta. Can we just <laughs> Can we just do that? Oh, man. I feel like they added the mask. Uh,
0: they that. had to. I mean,
3: <laughs> well, pop that up on the Twitter. That's at Pod.
0: That's worth it. Even without the context of the podcast, just having that picture is worth it. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: just arms wide. Woo-hoo! Uh-huh. Uh all right. So I think I'm going to do... Yeah, let's let's do the let's do the Goat Man. Um, goat man, all right. Yeah, perfect. Should.
0: Story from the Dallas Morning News on July twelfth, nineteen sixty nine, tells the story of a slew of sightings of the Lake Worth Monster near Greer Island in Fort Worth. So this is a little bit further north,
3: a little bit further afield, but uh, with 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 the theme of the, of the uh, the donkey woman
2: or uh, oh yeah,
0: Greer Island's Goat Man fits right in. Real or imagined, the Lake Worth Monster still feared forty five years later. Something monstrous is lurking among the singing cicadas and rustling reeds on the shoreline of the West Fork of the Trinity River.
3: Painting a picture. I like it. Yeah, there's a
0: lot of tongue-twisting alliteration there, too. Thank you, Charles Scooter. (laughs) Unique New York. (laughs) (laughs) This guy took fucking Journalism 101 for sure. All right. First spotted 45 years ago this month, the creature has been known to throw tires and scare teenagers.
3: Okay, wait. It seems like you're bearing the lead a little bit here. So it's a, it's a CrossFit ghost. <laughs> yes! Just <laughs> trying to get you guys in shape. <laughs> he keeps pulling weird rope.
0: <laughs> Real or imagined, the thing appeared to be part man and part goat with scales and long clawed fingers, witnesses claimed. It made the pages of the daily newspapers and whipped Tarrant County into a monster hunting frenzy in the summer of 1969. They called it the Lake Worth Monster. All right. Even today, stories of the monster, also known as Goatman.
3: It really sounds like a shitty superhero. <laughs> Isn't
0: that a Saturday Night Live bit?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Go, yeah. That's Goat Boy. If that was, wasn't fucking Phil
0: Hartman, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was uh, Jim Brewer. Oh. <laughs> he was Goat Boy.
2: Uh, oh, that's appropriate. Yeah.
0: Okay, so even today. Stories of the monster, also known as Goatman, can be heard around campfires in North Texas. Researchers have documentaries and written books. Lakewood Brewing Company even decided to pay respect with a limited release Goatman beer. Sweet.
3: You can get (laughs) Goatman beer and Donkey Lady beer? Donkey Lady ale.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like how they're they're, they're kind of just hawking stuff in these uh, articles. (laughs) You
3: just got to get it out there. Local business. Support it, man. (laughs) The stories
0: are enduring. The lore is enduring, said Michael Villafranca, a natural resource specialist at the North Fort Worth Nature Center and Refuge. Villafranca organizes a late Lake Worth Monster Bash at the Nature Center in October to celebrate the monster. Along with being in charge of land management at the park, she's become the go-to collector of all things monstrous. Again, plugging away at their events. Come,
3: come to the goat bash. (laughs) Drink some weird beer. On the windowsill
0: of her office is an empty bottle of Sierra Nevada Bigfoot Ale. She had. What is happening here?
2: <laughs> 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 They're really
0: not getting to the point that
3: <laughs> part of. So I guess I should I should probably always preface the intro. To this part of the charm of Boo Ha is that the ghost stories we choose are not always good. In fact, are often bad. <laughs> this is
0: a. Uh, I mean, it's all been downhill since that alliteration. So <laughs> all right. I think he's starting to get into the point here soon though. She has a book written about the Lake Worth monster filed on her bookshelf uh right next to her field guide of local mammals. We have alligator sightings report forms, we don't have any goatman sightings forms. Maybe we should start, Vila Franca said. After all, he is North Central Texas fauna. Ooh. <laughs> all right. Here we go. I think we're getting into the story now. All right. <coughs> get to the meat. Summer of 69. The summer of 1969 was hot and humid in Tarrant County. Back then, the area near Greer Island wasn't gated off like it is now. Teenagers would go down Shoreline Road around the lake to be alone and enjoy the freedom of summer nights. This Once is again.
3: really lighting up with donkey lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. It's a tale as old as time.
3: All right, we got, we got a remote area and some bodily fluid. Let's get it going. All right, let's get a monster in here. On July
0: 9th, a group of three couples was parked by a clearing. Around midnight, a beast leapt onto their car from the trees above. The monster tried to grab one woman, but they sped off before it could take her away, the witnesses said. We've had reports about this thing for about two months, a police dispatcher told the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. But we've always laughed them off as pranks. But an 18-inch gash in the car's side and the terrified nature of the witnesses led police to open a full investigation. It appeared in the newspapers the next day, and the air was immediately caught in monster fever.
3: <laughs> it's I'm I'm a little bit troubled by the fact that Goatman appears to be cheating on Donkey Lady. <laughs> just just grabbing trying to grab some woman. Yeah, just trying to yeah, he's a he's a li- he's a lecherous fool. <laughs> hey goat. It's appropriate. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's you're true. A, you're a horny
0: animal. He wouldn't get away with that these days. No. He would get me too' so quickly. Truckloads <laughs> of men with guns headed towards Greer Island to hunt the thing spectators came out in droves to try to catch a glimpse of it. Reporters swarmed in, and police tried to keep the peace. Rick Pratt, director of the Greer Island Nature Center at the time, remembers folks coming out with wine, whiskey, and beer to have a good time and hunt for the creature. That sounds like a fun time.
3: It's like a snipe hunt, right? Yeah. Like that's,
0: oh. Just a bunch of rednecks getting drunk and hunting, hunting <laughs> the goat, man. Oh, God, this is great. <laughs> Here was a Sasquatch of our very own, Pratt said. It was a party. What the hell? Let's go.
3: I like. I I want to write a book called A Sasquatch of Our Own. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that sounds like a Harry and the Hendersons prequel.
1: Get out! We don't want you here. <laughs> go, Harry. Get out!
3: Sidebar I want have you seen the new Pet Cemetery? I have not seen it yet. Uh, John Lithgow plays sure. the neighbor and like the the I can suspend a lot of disbelief. Sure. But if you want me to pretend that John Lithgow is not John Lithgow, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Just walks on the screen like, oh ho <laughs> uh, come on. He's great. He is great. But goofy. Yeah, a and bit. now I'm picturing him as the goat man. <laughs> That's <laughs> actually hey, wait, who
0: else would you want to play the goat man?
3: Oh, other than, like, Danny DeVito?
0: (laughs) 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 No, 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 you're thinking of the Midget Mansion.
3: (laughs) It adds a different shade to Midget Mansion (laughs) if it's just the penguin.
0: (laughs) (laughs) On the night of July 10th, a few dozen people were at a clearing known for dumping near the lake when the monster made another appearance. It appeared on a cliff, looked angry, and threw a tire 500 feet.
3: (laughs) Jeez (laughs) <laughs> Again, CrossFit, go on.
0: <laughs> Everyone, including a group of sheriff's deputies, ran away in fear. One witness said the monster gave off a pitiful cry, like something was hurting him. Oh. Well, this guy said.
3: Pulled a hammy and <laughs> <throw in laughs> yeah. that fucking tire. You
0: gotta be careful, man. You going to get stress fracture. <laughs> All right. Craig Woolheater was nine that summer. He was fascinated with monsters, dinosaurs, and UFOs. He clipped out the newspaper stories about the Lake Worth monster scare and kept them in a scrapbook. Years later, while driving through Louisiana, he saw something unexplainable. In his headlights, he said he saw the body of a huge primate on two legs. He became a believer and started the Texas Bigfoot Research Center in 1999 to study and educate people about the elusive creature. Today, he lives in Mansfield and is a full-time cryptozoologist blogger.
3: I want to take a moment just to to underline the words full-time (laughs) cryptozoologist blogger. (laughs) I mean, they can't
0: pay great. It's a real job, Mom.
3: (laughs) Can I have the
1: Wi-Fi password again?
0: his name is Craig Woolheater, so... (laughs) Things are stacked against him to begin with. I feel like...
3: Hmm, It's not... I mean, you only got so many places to go. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think he did okay for himself, considering. (laughs) He believes the Lake Worth monster was a real creature, like ones that have been spotted all over the country, stopping in the area because of its viable habitat. I personally think it's un- it's undiscovered, uncataloged primate species that walks on two legs," he said. Okay. All right, so it's getting more of a, so it is a little sasquatchy. All right. You're getting kind of squatchy. <laughs> getting real squatchy in here. Real <laughs> squatchy.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't shower today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I think we got we have one more account here. Right. Yep. Okay. Reporter's tale. The thing about myths and monsters is they're not easy to prove, but this next story is absolutely true. All right.
3: That is a sentence that comes before every non truth thing <laughs> I've ever heard, but go on.
0: <laughs> I mean, there could just be several asterisks after this, and uh, I don't think anybody <laughs> would mind. It was the summer of 1999 when I was at Fort Worth's Camp Carter, just down the Trinity River from Lake Worth. Once we went into the woods in the late evening, trees casting long blue shadows as mosquitoes ripped at our ankles and elbows. All right.
3: Painting a picture. Right, I
0: nice. like it. I like it. Fucked we up mosquitoes. Came <laughs> yeah, Fuck mosquitoes. Texas is awful. We came to a clearing where the camp counselors had made a small campfire. They told us about the legend of Goatman. Listen carefully, they told us, wide-eyed with fear and amazement, and you'll hear his cry in the clear nights like tonight. The older boys at the camp gave us easy explanations. It was just a way for the counselors to get us to finish the vegetables and not act up. They had to be the counselors making noises in the night. We walked back to our cabin, sticky with the humid hot air. I knew the Goldman stories had to be just stories. As I lay down on my bunk that night, listening to the melody of the cicadas outside, I heard something unnatural, a mournful bleeding, echoing from far across the lake, unmistakable as the monster's lone cry. It sounded sad. Oh, Oh, go, man. (laughs) Go, man,
1: lonely. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Him and the donkey lady were having a rough patch and
1: <laughs> lonely and horny. <laughs> <God
2: damn it. laughs> oh. I,
3: I don't like anybody describing uh, teens at summer camp as sticky. <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> <know>. <laughs> That's upsetting. I don't, I don't it like was it. a little unnecessary. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. Goatman's going through a rough patch. He's living in his car. Go on.
0: Uh that's it. That's it where it ends. That's, okay. Then that's you the know uh, what?
3: Uh they they said true story. I'll accept a story of a distant bleeding. Sure. Yeah. That could have just been a goat. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>,
0: didn't <laughs> was, necessarily have to be a man, yeah. but it was a goat that was sad because of a tin can.
2: that's,
3: uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's uh, I'll 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 take that as a folk tale. Sure. We we seem to have reached the point in society where just everyone gets a bigfoot.
0: Yeah, like there's the skunk ape in Florida. Yeah. Oh,
3: gross! Yeah, that's a. Gross that's just foot. that's just someone on bath salts. That's just a Floridian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> someone uh, someone on bath salts like wearing an alligator skin. <laughs> yeah, <It's> yeah. Like, <laughs>
2: skunk ape.
0: Um. um yeah, there's a. Uh, yeah, we got Sasquatch up here in this
3: parts. Uh, we're in Portland, oh. and uh, one of a. Uh, I think it was. It was in the first episode. We did a story that was local-ish. It was the, the the troll of Horny Chessman. Horny Horny Chess is that a, a location? It is. A lo- <laughs> it is a campsite, and the troll. Uh, turns out it's a Bigfoot.
0: Oh yeah. It's called a. Well, I guess yeah. I guess everybody wants their own brand. You want a, a Sasquatch of our own? Yeah. Which is the
3: Sasquatch that's. of our own. I feel like it's an <coughs> anthology of like just me going around the country and talking to, to people who have their own Sasquatch story They're like, Yeah, it's the goat monster or whatever. <laughs> 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 He's in the woods and horny like a goat, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, well that is uh that is that is the the goat man. Yeah. Like
0: um I never heard of this one. Uh like I said, this is a little more north than uh, where I grew up. But uh yeah, sounds like you're in a your typical generic yeah, Boogeyman.
3: Yeah, that's uh. Do you do you think it's because, like, it's like competing gangs, like the Goat Man don't fuck with Donkey Lady turf.
0: Yeah, I think they have their own territories. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. kind of, um, coordinate it off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got to get those two in a team up special. You know, we got to. I
3: I I want more. Uh, like, what were the old the Marvel like? What if? Cover? Oh Just yeah, like what if? Give me like a one off of like. <laughs>
0: What if Goatman and Donkey Lady found true love?
3: Would it be like a Frankenstein Bride of Frankenstein thing where like he's like friend and she's like (laughs) (laughs) shh just agonizing and (laughs) it burns (laughs) I'm on fire (laughs) And a human you're a skunk ape
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh poor Donkey Lady Yeah
0: I always picture the Donkey Lady as um Remember when uh in Pinocchio when they, they they go to the island and they turn yeah. all the kids into donkeys? Uh Yeah, I always pictured her like that. It was yeah, it really scared me as a kid and I didn't like Pinocchio that much because of that.
3: <laughs> That's upset. I don't uh Yeah. The uh n- nothing is more horrifying than like the 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 picture you paint of the boogeyman as a she kid. kid. Uh, Cuz
0: everybody has their own yeah, their own thought.
3: We had this last week where like Dave's ghost story 50-50 on whether it was a ghost or just a cracked-out neighbor looking in his window. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> in Portland, that's more like 80-20. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me not long ago. Someone looking in here? Yeah, yeah. The uh, dog started going crazy, and I looked over, and I just saw someone duck out of frame. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yep, it wasn't good. It wasn't good.
0: Yeah, well, at mm. least it's Hawthorne right there. It's not like you're in the back alley.
3: Yeah. So. It, it's, it was probably just a gold dust patron across <laughs> the street. Oh, no. Now they know where i live (laughs) Uh, come and look in my window i don't wear pants yeah it's
0: a a, window is a little low you want to get a ruffle
3: well so originally there was no like privacy on the bottom half jesus and so it's just like it's the kind of window that's just right at cock height oh yeah yeah. so just you're just walking through frame just like hey (laughs) (laughs) somebody learned it it's open kimono it's a great way to spend a day. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh well, all right. So those those are those are our, our our San Antonio and uh miscellaneous Texas ghost stories. Oh yeah, there's tons. You could I'm sure there's one in every city. So oh, pi- just just picking. And I think we we got a pretty good bunch here, but yeah. um Texas is a big state. It's yeah. uh Is it there's something about is it is it the heat that makes people, like, crazy in the woods? <laughs> 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 it is fucking hot down there, always. <laughs> it really seems like you don't get a lot of ghost stories in places where things are just kind of, you know, comfy. Yeah, exactly. You know?
0: I feel like uh, people stay indoors a lot in Texas because it's so hot. Sure. And well, else you going s- do? You start thinking up, yeah, you start thinking up things that are going to scare you if you go outside, give yeah. you a reason to stay inside, you know?
3: I remember when I was a kid, I would go and, like, stay the night uh, at my grandparents' house, and they lived out uh, in, in uh, Battleground, Washington. Oh, Battleground. Uh, okay, I know. That's it. Yeah, named for the lack of a battle. <laughs> uh, and it's like, well, we were gonna, but no. Nope. Uh, we're, we're we're from Washington. <laughs> we're pacifists. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, we w- it's just like, and they were just, like, kind of out in the boonies, and they're... There was our house, and then behind the house, it just kind of sloped down into woods. Ooh, creepy. And you just look out, and they had a lot of, like, sliding doors and just, like, large glass windows just facing it. I'm like, uh, To you, this
0: is a nice view to a child that's anything could be in there.
3: Yeah, yeah. And it's just, and it wasn't even, like, picturesque stream was just like hill brambles like, <laughs> oh god Just like you know the trees with claws yeah, yeah. that's that's what you want the
0: yeah. hill that'll kill you if
3: you fall down it <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. every time my grandpa would ride his like lawnmower back there, i'm like you're just gonna tip over you're just gonna go into the brambles and <laughs> never <laughs> you're never gonna see him again <laughs> all right well those were those were some uh, some solid texan ghosts do you have any spooky stories
0: I actually never really experienced anything until recently. Um, You met
3: the goat man.
0: (laughs) me and the donkey lady sat down for brunch. And she had a lot to say about uh, Trump. So,
3: you know. I I like the idea of you sitting over at, like, Le Bistro Montage or something with a nightmarish goat lady and a plate of tin cans. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like,
2: build the wall. (laughs)
0: i'm like it's okay guys she's from texas okay just give her a break no no actually recently uh this is all right so so i'm a skeptic Mm -hmm. uh i've never really believed in in ghosts mainly because i've never seen them i like the idea of them and i don't know if this was an actual uh, occasion where i did um but i so last uh two years ago a very close friend of mine uh passed away pretty abruptly and me and him we always uh we were really into this one band. Uh, we, we lived together for several years. He was basically my best friend. So we were into this band called Propagandi. And it was our favorite band. We listened to them all the time. Uh, you're, and so you're
3: repping it on
2: your yeah, hoodie. I'm now. actually wearing
0: a Propagandi <laughs> hoodie right now, as I always am. Um, so anyway, about a month after he passed away, uh, Propagandi was playing here in Portland at the Hawthorne Theater. So I went, to, I went and saw him, of course, as I would. And the show was great. And uh, as I turned around, I saw my friend standing behind me uh, wearing all white, which he never wore, which was weird. So it was a very like very it vision. It was like a very strange vision. Yeah. And I turned around and I looked at him. And if it wasn't him, it was someone who looked exactly like, him, you know, fuck. Uh, yeah. So this actually happened to me. Um, and I, I walked up to him because it, it was right after the show had ended. First person I see when I turn around to leave the venue is him and I walk up to him I kind of wave he doesn't respond I tap him on the shoulder doesn't respond and then I go well good to see you man and I walk out the door
3: yeah so I mean that's terrifying but also in a really positive way uh-huh. it's like it's like the the dead grandfather ghost story where it's sure. like horrifying but you're like oh good the yeah. thing is like it I wasn't scared at all
0: uh you would think if you see something like that like you, you, your mind wouldn't know how to process it. There's some kind of inbuilt like. <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't, and uh, I was also on a lot of mushrooms. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> now, okay, <I'm laughs> but but mushrooms don't. I don't usually. I usually don't hallucinate like that. You know.
3: That would be like that's a real like that's an like an ayahuasca halluc- like that sure. feels like real.
0: And plus, i had taken the mushrooms at the beginning of the show. They they're wearing <coughs> off by then. You know. Yeah.
3: At that point, yeah, to get real wah-wah about it. Like sure. I feel like the mushrooms would act as a conduit. <laughs> sure, it's possible. Opening your mind. That seems like the best possible variety of ghost story you could have. Yeah. Um, I also like your, like, you, you interacted with the paranormal in a very responsible way. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're like, I'm going to try to engage with the ghost. The ghost is unwilling or unable to engage. Good night. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: because I was still a little freaked out because it was. I mean, uh, the the weird thing was is like, you go to a punk rock show, everybody's wearing black T shirts, the, the jeans, yeah. you know, the look. And I turn around and there's this man who looks exactly like my best friend
3: wearing all white. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna say that's a that's a solid A plus ghost story.
0: It, it was it was very strange, and despite the fact that I was, <laughs> when I told because. Uh, me and uh, our group of friends. He uh, lived back in Texas, so I still group chat with my friends. And uh, that night, I like I was like, "Hey guys, I I saw Travis last night, and they're all punk rock assholes." And so they started making fun of me. <laughs> but you know, one of them told me that uh, I was just talking to the pickled eggs at the bar, and
2: because <laughs> I told them I was on mushrooms. <laughs> Uh, So, yeah,
0: but uh, no, that's that's the only thing I've ever experienced where I was like, I I couldn't explain it. That's
3: a really fucking solid one. Yeah, that's the ghost story you want.
2: Yeah,
0: I was in a very like euphoric uh, state of mind because I just seen my favorite band. Um, You know, the mushrooms were kicking still. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so there was no there was no sense of dread at all. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Did did you feel like I know from. My purely hypothetical mushroom experiences, hello coworkers. Um, <laughs> uh, even the like something much more mundane than that would would lead, leave me with like a, a transformed, elated, like f- walking away feeling that I've like learned a truth about the universe. Did you, sure. Did you did you come away being like ah my third eye is open? <laughs> <laughs> I uh. pierced the veil.
0: <laughs> no, not really. Okay. I <laughs> didn't, didn't learn anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. But it did. It, uh, honestly, it did. Um, it it let me realize that maybe I don't know everything. <laughs> you know, it kind of humbled me a little bit and being like, all right, maybe, maybe uh, don't be an asshole so much. Think you know, the way of the world when maybe you don't.
2: Yeah,
3: I feel like that's probably the one of the better takeaways you could have from sure. from something like that. A little bit like, of oh. personal
0: growth. Yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, I guess.
3: There are question marks. Yeah, I like that one too because this is it's something that sort of just tangentially comes up. The, the kind of is there ghost? What is ghost? And uh, it feels like with a lot of you know ghost stories, it's more kind of you're getting that residual echo thing where like you're you're watching something play out or it's something sure. that's happened before. But yours falls into the category of like actual direct interaction sure. with something like, with intention. It's not yeah. just, like, watching a video, so...
0: Yeah, I've never experienced any of, like, the spooky, t- you know, typical, or, or I guess, uh, generic ghost interactions. Yeah, like the
3: kind of powdery... Yeah. <laughs> powdery, weird person kind of in the corner. Oh my God.
0: Uh, yeah, this was just a tangible memory that I, I'll i
3: have forever. Yeah, and I actually
0: touched the guy, so...
3: That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> the fucking cool You reached out, like... Was it spongy, like did it kind of go no, it was just, it was a, sphi- a physical person it was this person okay. this is fascinating, cool. I dig that, yeah, uh,
0: and the thing is like if the guy had turned to me and been like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> you know <laughs> I would have be like, "Oh, I thought you were my dead friend, <laughs> but the guy didn't respond at all after I t- made a couple of uh, attempts, so you know I don't know what was going on there
3: that's the i that's the i mean there's a, the the dress all in white, the fact that it is like a picture perfect like uh, your your dead friend. But um, yeah, the, the lack of reaction is interesting, too, mm-hmm. where it's yeah. just
0: kind of like uh, hey, th- here. This is what it is. You know, just yeah, take it for what it is. Walk away.
3: Uh, all right. Well, I I think that uh, that, that kind of just about covers it for tonight. The 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 campfire that I've lit in my living room is burning low and it's getting a
0: little smoky in here. I think yep. uh, we may we maybe
3: had uh, inhaled a little too much. We need to not pass out. We need to leave very quickly crawl on the ground yep just (laughs) either that or we'll suffer the same fate as the donkey (laughs) (laughs) tonight on Booha, we'll find out what skin does in a fire (laughs) Um, uh, where can people find you around and about
0: okay uh so yeah i live in portland oregon uh i have a weekly comedy show uh due at the nest uh, which is on belmont street belmont and 27th i believe Mm -hmm. is the intersection um have great comics there every week, uh, different can, lineup.
3: Where can people find that show?
0: That show is on uh, Instagram. You can follow our posts at For the Birds. That's the name of the show, For the Birds. And on Facebook, uh, just look up For the Birds. I believe it's For the Birds Comedy on uh, uh, Facebook, and you can find information there. Uh, me and my co hosts do that every week, uh, every Thursday at 9 p.m. Uh, my co-host is Tori Ward. who's another great comic here in town. I'll be on... There's a show at the Goodfoot on April 28th. Um, it is uh, Sunday at 7 p.m., I believe. It's called You Don't Know Me, uh, put on by Cal A. She's a local personality in town. Uh, be me, Adam Posse, Jason Trager, Kirsten Kubenbender, a couple other great comics.
3: Dope, solid lineup. Yep. And a fantastic venue, very close to a really good pizza place.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. great down there. It's, it's in the basement, so if you go upstairs... And you're like, where the hell is the comedy show? Just remember, there's a door around around the corner.
3: Comedy's all it's always in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: basement, <laughs> that's where it should be.
3: <laughs> we keep the jokes downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, dope. And um, and you personally, any any social media you'd like to plug?
0: Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at James Bosquez. James dash underscore Bosquez, that might be it. Um, Try it out, guys, you'll figure sure, it out. Sure, yeah, and Twitter, James <laughs> Bosquez. I don't use Twitter that much, but... You know, it's always nice to interact if people feel the need to. Cool. And, uh, yeah, just uh, check me out. I'm doing comedy pretty often. Uh, I also got a show in June, uh, Minority Retort, uh, and that'll be at the Siren Theater, I believe.
3: Cool. cool. Solid show. Yeah. Um, excellent. Yeah. And you can find me at that Avalon on Twitter and Instagram, and you can follow Ha Boo-haha at Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. More on Twitter than Instagram. Instagram is mostly just spooky pictures of trees that I find, and
0: you gotta put up the Chicken Man on Instagram. Oh, there definitely putting yeah. up the fucking
3: Chicken Man. Um, Saturday, I might do like a just an extra little standalone episode <laughs> that I just post on Instagram where it's just me reading that blurb about the Chicken, because <laughs> it really is like. Look out for the Latin nightclubs (laughs) because on Halloween the devil dances there. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's it's such a Christian parable. Yeah, (laughs) like
0: propaganda is finest. The
3: devil's music (laughs) and feet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're Uh, gonna steal our white women. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's really what I, that's the vibe of that whole thing <laughs>
2: that's
3: the general vibe that i get from the john travolta chicken man is really i'm coming for the white women that's, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's his. and then also doing that thing where they kind of like scratch at the ground with the one foot yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. um
3: well great uh, that's that's been boo Haha. we'll be back next week with more spooky tales and another spooky guest we'll figure out how to end this one day
0: uh, thanks for having me.
3: That's <laughs> the, yeah, that's the one I should
0: thank the guest. Thanks for being <laughs> here, buddy. No problem. Thanks for the uh, hospitality.
3: Gladly. Oh, boy. Good night, Fawn. <laughs> oh, sleepy puppy.